This is DTC, the All Wizards show. Just kidding. We'll probably talk about the Capitals too. John Wall needs to be traded. That is my opinion. My name is Joe. That is my opinion. LP seems to disagree with me. FP, if he's been watching basketball at all, I'd be surprised. But let's jump into this. John Wall's going to miss the rest of the season. We haven't talked a lot of Wizards because, frankly, when you have a 13-win team that's batting, what, 375, I think, on the season, you don't really need to talk about them too much, especially when you have the Caps, an overachieving, talented team that is still riding high coming off their championship. Let's not forget that in 2018. Hashtag New Year's resolutions. And you have the dumpster fire out at Ashburn uh, with the Redskins that basically consumes all energy and suffocates, pulling all oxygen and suffocating everything around it in this D.C. market as far as sports goes. But the Wizards are still here. Uh, I heard Chad you know, talk about this a little bit on the radio. A little, uh, was it yesterday, today or yesterday, saying, hey, you know what? Let's move them to Vegas. Let's get rid of this team. Let's start over. This team has basically been irrelevant for so long it doesn't matter. Now, I disagree with him on that, but John Wall... As much as I like him as an individual player, it's clear that he doesn't he isn't going to make the Wizards what they need to be. He's not going to take him to the promised land. Bradley Beal is, you know, for all of the injury woes he had earlier in his career, he has overcome those. He's the best player on this roster by a mile. But this team needs a lot of I mean, in many ways, you know, fire Bruce Allen and fire Ernie should be synonymous. Both of these guys have torpedoed two I don't want to say the Wizards were a proud franchise, but at least a winning franchise at some times, a competitive one at least. Here we are. We're basically closing in on you know the halfway point of the NBA season here. We're getting close anyway. And the Wizards are five games out of the eighth seed. And frankly, at this point, we should be in full-on tank mode, I think. Um, LP, I know you disagree with me. Does John Wall, in your opinion, would would you like to see him all things considered, would you rather him be in a Wizards uniform or not come next season? Because he's done for this year. Done. As uh, in not playing uh, anymore. Yeah, apparently I'm in the minority. I don't see why getting rid of John Wall would would do you any good. I think the John Wall that we saw in the first 30-whatever games of this season is not the John Wall that we've seen. And if you've watched this team over the years, you know that when John Wall is playing lazy and playing – you know, but pissed off or, or, or I guess lazy and, and complaining, I guess would be the best word that he's not the same. He's not right. Something's not right. And I don't think he was right at all this whole year. Uh, there's memes all over the internet on Reddit and on Twitter about, you know, John Wall just standing there and not playing defense. That's not the John Wall that we know of. That's not the John Wall that was standing on the tables in two years ago, in, in, in here in DC on, against that's the John in, Wall against the Boston series. But that's one we have. That's the John Wall we have until his bone spurs get cleaned out and he comes back fresh next year. What's disappointing to me is that I didn't get to see John Wall play a healthy John Wall play with uh, with Thomas Bryant, who's been an Emerging. absolute surprise to me. Sure. Um, and then with with the way that Bradley Beal has been playing in all of December with Trevor Ariza, with Sam Decker. Um, this team, I, I thought, was a disaster, the the Kelly Oubre trade and getting rid of Oubre and, and Austin Rivers. But this team has kind of surprised me. I, I kind of like Sam Decker. I kind of like um, you know, some of these other pieces that they brought in. I, I've, I've liked what, what I've seen the past two or three games. Um, and, and that's what's disappointing is I didn't get to see a healthy John Wall playing with these, with these folks. But ultimately, I think... The Wizards are not going to be an eight seed. I think they'll probably get a six, 
it's somewhere between crazy? a six and eight seed. Are you crazy? They're actually two games out of the eight eight spot right now, and they're on a two game win streak. Um, Sadoransky's playing well. I mean, Bradley Beal is playing probably like what the best two guard in on the in the East, or at least one of the top three. I don't know. I, I think this team is is not done. I think this team is going to make the playoffs, but just like. Last year, they'll probably get blown out in the first if round. If they make the playoffs and without John Wall, doesn't that hurt your case that he should be the point guard of the Wizards? I'm not following here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yes and no, right? Uh, Just say that I was right. Just say I'm right. No, no, you're not right. Okay. If your whole team is dependent on one person, then you know, you're know you not going to have a good team no matter what. FB, am I right? You're right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I don't know why I don't know why he's struggling to come to terms right here. I don't know why he's struggling to come to terms with this. Perspective, yeah. All I see is John Wall is the Jordan Reed of the Washington Wizards. Huge upside, broken feet. Can't play. Lazy. Yeah, I mean injury prone would also I, fit. I don't like that you know, person. I mean, I don't like it either, but it's it's not it's not the worst analogy FP's ever had. I mean, you got to be you got to give him <laughs> that, right? It's not it's not super terrible. It's somewhere in the middle there. But this team, you know, it's the plague of DC sports. They they started off the season terribly. They traded away a piece in you know in Ubre that you know I was upset about it. I think most Wizards fans reacted similarly, saying you know you traded the wrong the wrong wing player, the the wrong three and D guy. Ariza's been a little, I mean, he has been surprising, but you knew what you get with him. So surprising in the sense that he can still do it, not in that what he's giving you. But Bradley Beal's the best player on this team. Even with a healthy John Wall, Bradley Beal's the best player on this team. And that's been the case, I think, for several uh, for several seasons. Now, hopefully the rumor that Beal wanted to be traded, hopefully that goes away or he he's not so inclined to pursue that when he could be the alpha male now in the locker room and kind of take things over. And frankly, if he gets them to the playoffs in anything higher than an eighth seed, and I'm shocked that you think they're as good as a six, but if they make it or even climb a little higher than that, I mean, he 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 deserves anything that comes his way. I mean, that, that's my honest opinion. But there's a lot of problems on this roster too. I mean, who knows what you get with Dwight Howard when he comes back. If anything, at this point, it's... I don't even want to say it's house money because I don't think there's any value in him in his current state. Forget about the off the court stuff on the court. He really doesn't give you anything that your other bigs don't right now. So this team is just a rebounding machine. Brian, Brian's been pretty good, but he hasn't rebounded like what Dwight could give you. But I would take a Dwight Howard over Jan Mimi. Yeah, we all would. We all would, but you still have to pay (laughs) Mahimi, right? Like it's again, a lot of the same things that plague the wizards plague the Redskins. Also, it's the same crap. It's, it's bad yeah. contracts. It's cap mis- mismanagement. It's terrible front office executive decisions. It's it's a, it's just a GM boring. who should have been fired many years ago and is yeah. somehow I mean, always what does around. Leon, what does Ernie have on Teddy, and what the hell does Bruce have on on uh, on Dan that these guys won't fire their they won't fire them? I don't understand. I it's don't crazy. understand. It's crazy. You know, but you look around the NBA. I don't know how you think this team is a six seed. I mean, who are they passing? Who, who do you, give me give me your one through eight here, real quick? Because I, I don't think they're well, better than the Pacers. I, I definitely don't think I don't think they're better than the Pistons, the Heat, or the Hornets. And you apparently have them, I guess, better. Than I got them better two. than the Hornets. Uh, the probably the Hornets, the Pistons, the Heat are in that range. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think 
that the way that they've been playing I mean, let's the past play, let's play two a new or three game. games. Let's play a new game. Ready? Are the Wizards better than the Cavaliers? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> FP? It's kind of sad that we have to ask that question. FP, do I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, the answer is yes, because statistically they're, 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 they're seven games better. But are the Wizards better than the Hawks, who they can't seem to beat, LP? Uh, they beat them tonight, so yes. Are they better than the Pistons? Depends on the day of the week. No, so the answer is no. <laughs> are they better than the Hornets? Uh, I, yes, I think they are. Are they better than well, the current LP, five seed are you, Celtics? Are you answering this with or without Wall? As, as currently constructed. Today, without Wall. Without Wall. This season, I think they're better than the Heat. I think they're better than the Hornets. Are they worse uh, the Pistons, I think the, they're better than the Nets. They're better than the Magic. They're better than the Bulls, the Knicks, the Cavs. So you basically have them at seven or eight. Yeah. But are they better than the first place? Do you Bucks? disagree with me on the, any of those? I mean, I do. I do. I think well, I, I would rather have the talent on – I mean, I think the Magic have some talent on that roster. I think the the Pistons are definitely better, 100% better than the, than the Wizards. I, I agree with that. Okay, the Heat, I think, are a smidge better. The Hornets are a smidge better. And then everyone else, I mean, the Celtics, Pacers, Raptors, and Bucks. I mean, the Bucks are in first place. All those teams are way better, like like infinity gap between the top three or four and everyone else. And it's amazing that the Celtics are, are currently sitting in the fifth seed. And this is a team that I think it, you know unanimously was picked to win the East. You know, So they may sneak into the playoffs, but I, I just don't. Statistically, I'm not seeing it, man. This team is missing. Is it? There's too many holes. It, they can't shoot the ball consistently. They don't play any defense. They still give up. They still give up the third most points, uh, you know, uh, per possession or whatever that that metric is. I'm looking at it. They basically are averaging in a in a full game. They're giving up over 113 points. That's bananas. That is bananas. So, is it worth it to make a push to go to the playoffs? Would it be worth it to make a push to become the eight seed? And then I don't know, man, because you're not. Out? They're not. They're not bad enough to get into the Zion sweepstakes here. They're not. I mean, yeah. would losing Wall gives you an excuse to almost tank and kind of blame it on not having Wall? But they're they're not yeah. bad enough to lose enough games. I mean, the Cavaliers, the Cavaliers, Knicks, and Suns may not win twenty games apiece, right? The Wizards are already at fifteen, so you're not bad Quit enough. Quit trying to get for Zion, that. baby. I'm just saying they're not they're not bad enough to get there, and because it's the DC curse, somehow the Cavaliers are going to end up with that pick somehow. <laughs> yeah, right, but, that, that's probably true. But I mean, if if the Wizards look look at it a different way, the current eight seed would not be in the playoffs at all. Like the if you look at the Western Conference right now, the 14th seed Pelicans, who are a much better roster than than the Wizards, are sitting at seven, seventeen and twenty one. Yep. Right, like it's. It just it's it's absurd. It's absurd. So, but to answer your question, Effie, it, it doesn't matter what year it is, whether you had John Wall or whoever else. It doesn't matter if you get into the playoffs because the NBA is so lopsided, where it's really going to be a two to you know four team race. That's it. Look, it I, I don't disagree. Really but if you're the Wizards and you're looking at this roster, you got Wall on a super max, Beal on a max, Otto on a max. I think that you're done with Mahimi after this year, so you get a little bit of relief. You get Dwight on a basically on a freebie. Ariza's done after. Like you, you're going to have to make a splash somewhere, and I don't know how you recruit to the Wizards around an off injured, you know, an oft injured wall, 
and a player in Beal that maybe doesn't 100% want to be here. I'm not sure what I'm not sure how Ernie sells a free agent on coming here. I'm really I'm just I don't know what the pitch is. What's the pitch? We have amazing food, we have an amazing city, we have the best clubs. How do you pitch a free agent to come here? Yeah, you don't. Right. I don't think there, you, there's you, anything you have to draft. Say. Like you're going to have to draft you you have to draft your players and then retain them. You're right and it, and it worked to an extent with Wall and Beal, it backfired with Porter. So I mean, it's it's the curse. But anyways, uh, Wall and Beal. Wall was a one. Beal was a two. Porter was a three. You're not getting up in the one, two, and three range this year because no. you're right. The the Cavs, the Knicks, the Suns, they're a lot worse teams. Right, right. And you look at the you know to switch gears here. I don't want to talk about the Wizards anymore. Let's talk about the Caps for a second here. The <laughs> the, the Capitals. You look at the Capitals and same ownership. You know, and and just. Holistically, you look at a guy like McPhee, who Leonsis refused to get rid of, right? And once he did, things changed. And I can't imagine that that Teddy doesn't sit back and say, maybe Ernie is the problem here. And I have a history specifically of making a change. Like the the cap swapped swapped out McPhee. He moved on. He built a great he built a contender, obviously, that faced off with the Caps in the finals, um, in the Stanley Cup final, like just just this past season. So like Teddy has tasted glory. And he understands that sometimes you have to blow up your front office, and that's what's needed, even if they're doing what in what appears to be a good job. Now, Ernie's not doing a good job, but you know, uh, FP. Looking at this Caps roster, let's talk about the Caps here for a second. Are they the favorite to win it again? Uh, um, I wouldn't say they're the favorite, but they are essentially where they always rank. Right. So right now you're sitting at 24, 11, and three, top of the Metro. Exactly where you would want to be at this point. Ovi is having one of his best seasons ever. Um, you can almost see a seamless transition going to Reardon as your head coach. Our penalty kill, our power play, all of that is right on par. But there is the the speed teams like Tampa Bay again, speed the team, the so Jets, fast. speed team, so fast. Predators, speed team, the Flames. They have the speed, and right now we have to work with getting those teams or, or matching with those teams. And you have Jacob Rana, and you have Tommy Wilson, and those guys bring that to you. Um, but we have to – right now we're kind of on a slump with our top line, and we're missing about uh, – I think it's six games in a row without the top line scoring. So I wouldn't say we're the favorite, but we still haven't even dug deep into our pockets and played – the top line that we did during the playoffs that that worked so well for us. Yep. Um, so I think Reardon, Reardon's taking his time because it is such a long season to really figure out which lines and, and adjustments he loves. You know what I love about the NHL? And this is something that, that actually my wife actually pointed out. She Because she's, she grew up a hockey fan in Colorado, huge Avs fan. And, and she pointed out, she's like, you know, it's very rare that you have peaks and valleys like throughout the NHL, like in the NBA, we just talked about the the we just talked about the, like the terrible teams at the bottom of the standings. I mean, there's a bunch of teams with less than ten wins. There's three or four actually with under like fifteen right. wins. The disparity between the good teams and the bad teams is is a is a mile long, and the disparity between the contenders and the average teams or the good teams is even bigger. Like you know, in the NHL, you really don't have that, and you don't see that at all. Are you with me on that? Like there just isn't team. There aren't teams that struggle the way that they do in the NBA? No, because it, and it all comes down to, to you can truly see 
coaching come to play and, and playing your matchups and, and shuffling your lines about, it can make a difference from, from one game to the other very, very easily. So, I mean, you're looking right now at the Caps. Again, top of the Metro, but everyone two weeks ago thought the Penguins were, were done and they weren't even going to get close to being playoff form. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're 21-12-6. and six. And they're starting to get healthy, and they're starting to shuffle their lines about, and they're they're doing better and better. Um, but yeah, hockey overall, it's a much more unique sport in that shuffling one player from second line to top line can make a four game swing and, and get you. I mean, who's the worst? Te- who's the worst team right now in the NHL? The worst team? Yeah, is it the Hurricanes? Uh, what sixteen and the, the sixteen and seventeen? Probably or? the Senators, I guess. Fifteen and twenty-one. Yeah, or uh, I'm assuming it's the Senators. It was just a fascinating maybe, observation. Maybe the Kings, that you made. the LA Kings. Yeah, the King. Let me let, let's see the fact check here. Yeah, sixteen and twenty-two. It was just an interesting yeah. observation that the teams are clustered, like, and anybody can win, right? You make the playoffs, anybody can win, and that that's always an exciting component of, of the NHL, of baseball, of every sport basically except the NBA. Um, do you make anything of Alex sitting out the All-Star break? That, that news broke today that he's any he, because he's going to sit out the game, um, he's going to sit out the All-Star game, he's likely going to face a one-game suspension as well per NHL rules. Is that is that a big deal to you at all? Does it matter in any way? No. I mean, Alex, he's earned skipping the All-Star game. It lines up with your bye week. I mean, he played – what, 106 games last year, uh, 239 straight in the regular season. Like, the dude doesn't miss games. He does great. And then if you compare it to, like, Sidney Crosby, I think Sidney Crosby's missed more than four games in, like, 10 of his last 12 seasons. Ovi's done that once. So the guy, if he wants a break, you give Ovi a break. Um, and it costs you nothing. Even that that one-game suspension, if you do it coming out of the break against Calgary, you, you should be able to beat that team. So... Let let the guy rest. Let him get his full eleven days off or ten days between games, and and give your thirty three year old superstar a breather. Let's He'll talk. Fine. Let's talk New Year's resolutions here. Uh, you know, LP. Let's go you first here. You are the Washington Wizards. You can be Teddy. You can be Ernie. You can be you know, Coach Scotty B. You can be whoever you want. Pick a couple of players and or pick a couple of those people and just tell me what your New Year's resolution is for twenty nineteen. Mm, sorry. So if I'm a Redskins front, or Wizards front office, my New Year's resolution uh, for 2019 is to not have any PR bluffs or any drama as the 2018 season with uh, Mr. Howard hurting his back and then those rumors that came out and then Otto Porter's rumors that came out. There's just a lot of crap that goes on with this team. So my New Year's resolution would be to have a clean year with just basketball. Okay. FP, do you got any Wizards New Year's resolutions? Uh, find a way to get rid of Otto Porter and all the money that we are paying him. <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a hard pill to swallow. I don't think anyone's taking it. Is, you know, no one's going to be jumping up and down to take on that contract. Well, there, there's the rumors of the Mavs wanting him, right? Is that Am I reading that wrong, or is that still a possibility that Ernie is fully capable of ruining? I would say yeah. it's both. I don't think the Mavs are actually that interested. I think, you know, look, generally when they're, where there's smoke, there's fire. But what we've learned from Mark Cuban over the years is he does not take on dead contracts. He just doesn't do it. He he courts players that he wants. He'll, 
he'll pay through the moon for somebody he likes or somebody he thinks will be a good a good fit for his team, but he does not take on. He just doesn't do it. I mean, once upon a time he traded for, or sorry, he signed Harrison Barnes. Um, I think is that his name? Is that my? Am, am I thinking of the right? Yeah, guy? the guy from Golden State. Yeah, coming yep. in like and thinking he was like the the second coming of Kobe Bryant. It didn't pan out, but he wouldn't even trade him. So. That's not Cuban's MO. I don't think the Mavs are going to make a move here. I'll tell you, if I'm the Wizards front office, I'm I'm looking really long and hard to see what I can do. To It's it's actually very similar to the Redskins. i got to find a way to get people energized about this team and make them care. The Caps, I mean, rock the red. I mean, even for regular season games now, I mean, the jersey, the arena is full, right? And it's even if it's not full, full, it's not being overrun by fans from other teams. Like this has been the the plague of the Wizards for a long, long time. People come in to see LeBron play. People come in to see whoever's wearing a Celtics jersey. Like, and again, it's the same argument with the Redskins. It's a transient town, and people aren't from here, and blah blah blah. But you know what? You there's there's enough people in the DMV like us that are born and raised in the DMV that would go if the game day experience was better, even if the team isn't. Um, you know, and frankly, if I'm Scotty, if I'm you know my New Year's resolution is Scott Brooks. One, I want to keep my job because I think, again, him, much like Jay Gruden, has done a lot with a talent, with with a roster that is void of talent at key positions. So there's some consistency here with me, at least uh, when it comes to the coaching staff on these two teams. I think there's a lot of parallels. Terrible front off, terrible, you know, you can't say Teddy's a, a terrible owner, but the, the GMs on both sides of the house are terrible. The head coaches in both cases, I think, are are punching above their weight class, and the talent is there on the Wizards, and in spurts, I guess they show up. But somehow, I need to keep my job, and if that means, you know, I, I, he just my New Year's resolution is to pay the play the best players. Period. Forget about the contract stuff. Just put the guys on the court that give you the best chance to win night in and night out. What about if you're the Caps, FP? If you're the Caps, what is your New Year's resolution? If you're uh, maybe if you're if you're Mr. Ovechkin, if you're Grade Eight, what is your goal for 2019? Uh, it'll just be to capture lightning in a bottle again and, and get your lines matched up the way that they were. Um, I would pair OV, Kuzi, and Wilson back together, let them take over and ride them to the playoffs. Um, that's it. I mean, really, your, your resolution is get to the playoffs, get back to, at the very least, Eastern Conference Championship. LP. Uh, in order to keep this uh, this podcast PG rated, I'll, I'll go back to back. We're not going <laughs> to effing suck. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I that, like that's got to be the resolution, right? To to do it all over again. And I, I think this town this town went nuts the first time through. I think if we even sniff that, that's a possibility. Uh, I mean, it'll put the Caps into an all time great level uh, up there with and, maybe and w- the skins, the ninety one skins. With the skin sucking and with the wizard sucking, I think this fan base here in DC is dying for a, a good team. Yeah, and that would be just so incredible. Imagine a, another cup here. Right. I mean, it would be it would cement Ovi's legacy. It would cement. Yeah. I mean, it would look. We were kids when the Redskins won in '87, and then again in '91 or '88, '91, whatever it was, '91. But it was 91. it was two titles within four years. There hasn't been any sustained level of success going back that far. Even if you want to count the 83 Super Bowl, that's fine. Although I would argue that in our day and age, back-to-back or two in three years or two in four years is just something across all sports, with the exception of the NBA, where you have this, you know, these like super teams, basically. It just doesn't happen. 
Um, I think it would propel, like, I would argue that DC's already becoming less of a Redskins town. But, I mean, with a Caps win, another Caps win in 2019, I think it's, uh, I think it'll be red, rock the red here for a long, long, long time. Um, Absolutely. At least that's my read. That's my read. Any final thoughts on the stupid whiz or the the very successful Caps or the Redskins, the Nats? Apparently there's some rumors that they've tried again to sign Bryce and that's not happening. So final thoughts. I would stay away from Bryce. I I really would. I, I don't see him being worth that much money. Is he the Kirk Cousins of the MLB? More analogies, baby. So More analogies. Should we talk about Kirk here for just a second? Because season on the line. Oh. I've seen this before, LP. Season on the line, need a win, and uh, <coughs> oh, that was so awesome. <laughs> I mean, to to see Kirk absolutely get slammed uh, by by Vikings fans actually gave me a little smirk and made me a little bit happy. It's but amazing it, reading the history. He's got two years left. He's coming back to Washington. Oh my! I think he's got a better <laughs> shot of going to uh, to play for uh, for Shanahan Senior in Denver if that pans out. Apparently, that that's a, a likely landing spot for him um, for Shaney Senior. That is, I don't know how the Vikings get out of that contract. I, mean, I suppose you could always trade him, and that was Shaney's guy. Maybe who knows? Maybe. Well, Speaking it's only a three-year contract, contract, so you only have two more years with him. Speaking uh, of getting out of contract, I need to cut. I need to cut Fios, and I need to go cable cutter like you, Joe. I'm done. It's the best. What are you still watching on cable? Every the whole world is on Netflix and Hulu at this point. You know, L- LP and I were using Reddit NFL streams to actually watch the Vikings Bears while the Redskins nope. garbage no, we is on TV. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I never did that. Fantastic <laughs> stream. So I'll tell you what, DirecTV now Before. includes Red Zone, which is awesome. Interesting. That, yeah. That's that's great. I do want to talk about one other thing. <laughs> I won second place in fantasy football. And there's a certain guy who's on this podcast who's supposed to pay me and it has not paid and decided okay, to pay There's a problem one- with your statement for a second here. Okay, you didn't win second place. You effing lost in the championship <laughs> and you finished second. The competition is to see who finishes I, second. I, uh, I won second place. So LP's, LP's payout is $100 and he had the balls to Venmo I, request to make well, $100. So my payout was 200 I declined it, and I told him I will give him one dollar a day for the next one hundred. I love days. it. That it'll make the it'll make the off season fly by, LP. You'll Absolutely, love you'll love it. No, listen, there's nothing in the contract. So I, I once upon a time did something similar, but I made it more annoying because the champion drove me nuts asking for his money. So I paid him in odd uh, in odd denominations of cents, like it was like like thirty three cents, sixty six cents, twenty seven cents. 74 cents and i kept the spreadsheet so i made sure he got all his money but he he was salty and the way venmo works that three-day delay between getting your change and letting it accumulate and cashing out he was salty he was really salty but listen if the contract doesn't say you get paid in one shot you don't get paid in one shot i love it i love it i need a new agent we'll get you kirks (laughs) or bryce's (laughs) go find boris All right, boys, have a good night, good day, happy new year for LP and FP, for the Wizards, for Wizards Talk and Caps Talk, and I guess Nats Talk and Redskins Talk too. Keep it locked in. Big year for us, 2019. We're going to, the goal unofficially for the podcast is to do more shows in 2019 than we did in 2018. 
with something that resembles some regularity. So you're going to see, you're going to hear, or you don't see us, but you're going to hear a lot more from the voices that you know, and we're going to try to sprinkle in some new voices as well along the way. Consistent content from a fan's perspective covering all DC sports. Thank you for listening. This has been DTC. My name is Joe for LPFP Stevie and the rest of the boys at DTC. We are out.